You have found yourself on this journey to an ESOP. Thank you for joining us today. I'm the ESOP guy. And this podcast is designed for companies or business owners that are thinking of transitioning their businesses to an ESOP or an employee stock ownership plan. Midway upon the journey of our life, I found myself within a forest dark for the straightforward pathway had been lost. If you don't recognize this, it is the very first line of Dante's classic work called Inferno. The current ongoing spread of the new coronavirus has really become one of the greatest threats to our global economy and and our local financial markets that I could ever remember in my lifetime. In keeping with that, I have wanted to do today a podcast that kind of encapsulates some of the issues that that happen when we when we in business are going through a, the time of uncertainty. This podcast is going to explore going into the unknown. Um, I'm using Dante's Inferno really at the risk of being somewhat spiritually dark, but I did that specifically because I know for some business owners right now they're going into a very dark time and they don't know exactly what to do. So the question with this is, how has this really affected your business? And how is this different from a normal recession period where the straightforward path that we had just a few months ago has, for some companies, been completely obliterated in in such a fast period of time? Um, As we go through this podcast, uh, for those of you that are on a journey to an ESOP or thinking that you might want to be, um, maybe that was in the near future. Maybe now it's it's um, pushed out for a few years. The the real episode here is going to be to how do you take this time of uncertainty and really strengthen your business and your organization. If you like what you hear, uh, please share it with a friend and subscribe to the podcast. So I first read Dante's great piece of literature back about twenty five years ago, and it was a time where I had. Um, I, I got out of college for a few years, and I started to get to read whatever I wanted to read for fun. And this was a book that I picked up, and I found that it was had such really a, a, a deep significance. And and it really should, as we as you read something like that, it makes you any any person probably it just makes you pause and think. And it's kind of the theme of the podcast today because we're in a time period where we really just need to stop and and think about what's going on around us and apply that into our business. As we look at Dante's work and the first circle of hell that he comes to is, or he encounters is called limbo. And it makes me think of this place of uncertainty. And when we think about what the word limbo means, um, the question that has to be answered is what we what should we be doing now in light of the changes that are affecting our business. And the problem with limbo is that we're in this this state of waiting and seeing um, what's going to happen, and and we can also get into a place of being paralyzed by waiting and seeing what's going to happen. Limbo can be described as denial or panic or fear um, or lacking intentional action and. On certain times like this, it's it's very fam- it's a familiar pattern, and 
one that we can certainly identify with in all kinds of things, not just our business, but our, certainly our country um, in terms of how we're dealing with the pandemic. Um, whatever the answer is, it does not feel particularly stable. And when that happens, then then something happens sometimes to us where we we really freeze and we don't we're not in a place where we we should be. Um, when I look at this, it's really coming down to the question for this podcast. As I speak to most likely the people that are in charge, these are the leaders of your the business. This is a time of, in a sense, crisis that really will test your leadership in your organization. It's really the perfect opportunity in some way, in some sense, if you're looking at it that way, uh, to test that the strength of your leadership and through a, through a downturn, uh, we're all looking at ways we can, we can improve what we're doing. And so as we look at that uh, from that angle of testing our leadership, my first recommendation is, is kind of just a general one and it's, and it's a fairly obvious one, but it's having a plan of action is, is really a critical element. And I think sometimes by waiting and waiting and waiting, we, we take the foot off the pedal of the gas and we're not creating the plan. We're waiting for things to happen to our businesses. And so what I'm encouraging you on this podcast to do is just to create your plan of action. So assessing the effect of the current economic condition on your business really is something that I know that most businesses are doing really well. And one one thing that we we found recently within our firm, because we we were working through how to help our clients with the COVID crisis. And we did a webinar recently, I think it was just last Friday, and the webinar was really designed to explain um, in more detail how the PPP program worked with the SBA and how the EIDL program worked. And what we did in that webinar is we categorized each company in terms of its current effect of what was happening in their business. And we categorized them in three different ways. We had one category of company was they were hitting the wall and they were they were um, they had lost massive amounts of revenue and were in a very serious condition um, that would be you know they're almost fatal in terms of of what their business uh, was going through. The second was a category of a company that was taking on water like the Titanic. Um, they definitely were hurt pretty bad by the by the shutdown of what was happening in the economy and not as grave as the first category, but definitely very serious. And they need to take some action steps towards, um, of, of getting help immediately. And, and then the third, um, category of businesses were, were definitely concerned. They were what we called running low, uh, on fuel. And they were, these were businesses that were, um, impacted by the shutdown, but not as grave as the first two categories. And the reason we, we broke those down is so we could help the, uh, on, on the webinar, we could help. We had over 400 listeners um, to really understand how to categorize their business to see what would be the recommendations for each for their action plan. But we were segueing most of that into how they each of those companies were going to be able to use these uh, this this economic stimulus from the government to keep their businesses going and, and so really survive through the crisis. So I don't want to get into that. If you want to go to the webinar and you want to listen to it, it was recorded. Um, it's under BermanHopkins.com and you'll find that right on our webpage. Um, and I think it's really good information for if you have interest in the PPP program or the EIDL. What I want to do is take a step back though and and 
and talk about how it's important to, in a time of crisis, is important to take a bigger picture at what's happening around you. I was reading through a Harvard Business article, and the Harvard Business Review article was walking through the steps of addressing your business model. And I found the information to be really helpful and very simplistic in a sense that um, just put things into nice areas where you could really understand those better. And so when I launch this podcast, I'm going to put on journeytoanesop.com this diagram that I found in the Harvard Business Review article. And I'm going to cover some aspects of this article to help you take a step back and and really reinvent the business model that you're under during a time where you are already assessing where you are with, with what's happening with your business. And you're already taking steps towards what I would say is managing a very a big crisis and really managing the normal business steps that you would take to manage through a recession. So instead of working through strategies of the recession, I'm going to walk through the steps it takes to really assess your business model and talk about some practical ways to uh, to take those steps and maybe re as you reinvent your business model, build an action plan or a plan with your leadership to start engaging maybe in a new way of doing business as you go through this crisis. So the first step in this is to understand your current business model. And the way that we do that, we're going to break that down into um, a successful model has, has components of a business. And what are those components? The first component is, and really most important, I think, in some sense, is what is your customer value proposition? What is it that you do in your business that delivers the the needed value that a customer relies on your company for? And how is that different in terms of the alternative offerings in the marketplace? So the reason this is such an important question to assess in your business is that you have to you know, I guess, I guess for me too, I think about what I do for a living. How does that not, I mean, do I do it for the right reasons? And, and really in, in the end, is it affecting my customer in the way that they need to be um, affected so that they get what they really need? So the, is there value being transferred in that process that we're, that we're going through? So the question here is, what is it that your model does to help customers that other offerings don't address. And so really making a list of those things specifically. I look for improved ways to deliver services. So just like last year, one of the things we did to reinvent our business model is we added technology that allowed our audit clients to see the whole process of their audit from beginning to end. And what that did was it, it, increased the communication and that we we looked at as adding value to the relationship to the customer because they now when they need the information and they know it's coming they know where we are in the process and so that was a, that's an example of of looking at what's what is value to my customer and then starting to look at ways to deliver um, more value in those relationships. So clearly identifying your customer value proposition also then helps you to reevaluate your target customer. So and a lot of, a lot of times as businesses grow, they get away from sometimes the core target customer because they're 
their application of their product or service can apply for a lot of different scenarios. As we start evaluating that, we're going to bring this back to the, the, the question in your business model is what is your profit formula and how does that profit formula work in creating value for your company? So those are, those are aspects of your revenue model. The cost structure of your business, the, uh, that leads us to the margins of what you do for your customers. Um, it could relate to the way that inventory turns over. Um, all of those are aspects of your profit formula. So understanding that sometimes in our target market, we might have customers that have a, a different profile or profitability profile. And when times are good, and we're making money. Sometimes we don't always look at a, a profitability by customer report. And I, and I would definitely advise that you look at those because when you start looking at where you're more profitable within customer segments, pro- product segments, service segments, and you're able to segregate those down to, you know, very good detail, you're able to then to really look at the question of why are we doing what we do for that specific customer? If it's not yielding a, you know, a very profitable scenario, but it's using up the resources in the process and it's adding to our cost structure to reduce our margins, then sometimes by really assessing in our business model, our profit formula, we can sometimes take and reduce things that don't need to be there. But when we're in a crisis, this is so important because we want to react. Um, obviously, we want to react to all of our customers, but when you're looking at the profile of your customers, you need to look at those from a profitability standpoint in order to prioritize um, for the value you're creating in your business. So that's very important. The third thing is to really evaluate the key resources and processes you have in your company. Um, This is going to include things like your people, your technology, your products, your facilities, your equipment, um, your even your training, your the way that you deliver on your brand, all those are, are part of that. And it, it, that could be so expansive. I, we could talk about that for, for several podcasts just by itself. That's such a huge, a huge area. But really by better understanding your resources and processes, it puts you in a position to look at what I think are really important within this category is your uniques. And understanding what what makes your business unique, and sometimes it's the dynamics. Your company has a specific um, technology that really delivers something so much faster than anybody else can deliver. Um, sometimes it's the uniqueness of the way that your people are structured in, in a certain way of talent that you that you really can deliver something to the market that 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 nobody does. And really understanding what makes you unique gives you the ability, especially in a down market, to leverage those unique qualities in your business and really deliver on um, on what, when things start to shrink a little bit to deliver more in areas that that are not being as um, in the marketplace. Um, covered like they should be. And so then you're able to pick up new business that you weren't able to before because there's there's changes in all that. So for instance, when we um, leverage technology in our tax department, what we did is we um, were able to use technology to reduce the actual turnaround of tax of a tax return from two weeks to one week. And so clearly just you know very process driven, leveraging technology, based idea and then just using that 
to create more value in the, what we do in terms of serving our clients. So once you've done that, and those are, and I've worked through those um, very quickly. Um, but once you've really assessed each of those areas, you're going to want to then take some time to move on to the next stage, which is going to be to list out where your opportunities are in in terms of the current marketplace, and where the what I'm going to call the 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 need tos, or I'm really just taking that from the Harvard Business Review article. So so they're working through those um, this practical these practical steps to help you reinvent your business model. The opportunities are, you know, things that are changing in the business industry and things that are changing maybe specifically in your marketplace. And the the opportunities as you recognize those in, and go into the future within the next six months, year, two years, you're able then to aim your 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 ship, I guess, towards that direction of that as opposed to maybe the direction you were you were on course for before. And again, the opportunity within having this coronavirus shutdown gives us a little bit of a pause and ability to turn our ships in different ways and change as we go. And so by understanding our business model better, better what we have, we can now reinvent our business model by looking at specifically at these opportunities and the need tos. So the opportunities, for example, could be technology. Um, I really identified like three just for, for my own um, thought process. So technology, I use technology, talent, and facilities as categories in opportunities. And I, as I looked at technology, I said, because my business is really undergoing massive technology changes, I have the opportunity to reduce cost of deliver, delivering our services to the market that we serve by, by even further leveraging the value that technology creates. And so the opportunity now is to, is to take a little of the downtime and really explore the technology and apply that in a, in my new business plan for what, what I'm going to use going forward. Second would be talent. Now, one of the things about the, the unfortunate things about this is that there are going to be more people that are unemployed. So that means there is going to be availability to hire new talent as, as the economy um, starts to turn around. So being able to look at that right now and assess in my business organization the needs that I have for talent and where those needs are, this is a great opportunity to to profile those out and then have a plan to recruit that talent, whether it be making connections now with those individuals or down the road, but at least profiling those in your organization. And again, these are just opportunities that came to my head right as I as I did this. The third would be my facilities. And clearly, um, we were under a um, the cost of rent was was going up. Um, less and less commercial office space was available. Um, what we've found in facility needs now is maybe we have less needs because our remote workforce is is successfully working at home, and there's less and less need to to be in the office. So as things return, it may be that we. Um, have less needs for commercial commercial real estate. So the opportunity here is to redesign our businesses around a a workspace that's um, more remote and more valuable too to a culture that wants to work from home. So then I look at the need tos and then I start thinking like as I go through the opportunities and again I'm reinventing my our business model as we as we think through the the time that we have. Um, working through the next the next game plan that we have for our, for our leaders and i know that we need to 
when I start thinking about this, I, we need to add more value to customers we serve by building more proactive communication tools. And this ties back into the, the opportunity of the technology we have before. So specifically, we need to do a better job of that. And because we're a business that gets super busy, that doesn't um, always play out. So I can re- I can go back to my need to in my business plan and really address how I'm going to accomplish um, being more proactive with the tools that we have. And it might be that we're able to then to use the tools like the video conferencing that we've been embracing so much more now and in, in incorporating that more into client um, client calls as opposed to just a phone call or an email and using things like Zoom or other whatever platforms. I also need to shift my business model around the changing demographics of business decisions that um, the decision makers are changing and the way they're looking at um, getting information is changing. So I need to shift my business model around delivering and information in a lot of different ways, whether that be um, more online or maybe it's through um, more technology programs that help deliver information like HubSpot. Um, but how do I use those those tools to automate the delivery of information out to different uh, a demographic that's changing? And really, you know, if you look at those um, in, a, in a very kind of a short burst of information for you, the 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 process of reinventing your business model really isn't that complex. And it's just taking those steps and taking maybe some of the downtime that you might be experiencing to re you know reestablish your business model and reinvent that. As you reinvigorate your business model, really stay focused, you know, in terms of of what's going to come after the downturn and and try to keep your eyes on on that um, as it will really, this whole process too, for me, I think it really helps to maintain not only a positive attitude for yourself as a business leader, but your whole team in general. So as Dante leaves hell, the quote here is the guide and I into that hidden road now entered to return to the bright world. And without care of having any rest, we mounted up he first and I the second till I beheld through a round aperture some of the beauteous things that heaven doth bear. Thence we came forth to re-behold the stars. So I love that picture because it just kind of brings us from this dark place down out into the into the bright sunset. And I think that's really um, what we should be focusing on. And that's really what this podcast is all about, is, is looking at rebuilding your bright sunsets and your bright um, the bright atmosphere of your business and what you bring. Um, as you are on this journey to an ESOP, These are all important steps to help you continue to reshape your business model um, so that it's stronger and stronger as you go into that transition. So again, if you like what you hear on the podcast, please share it with a friend and subscribe. We will see you next time. Thank you.